You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Thursday afternoon with impeccable timing. It couldn't be any better timing. Walter Abercrombie joins us in my office. Jerry Hill is here. Going to talk about the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame, the uh, announcement made earlier today of the new members in the Athletics Hall of Fame. And, uh, Walter, uh, welcome to you. I appreciate you coming over. It's great to be here, man. Um, you know, we get a chance to do this about every year, don't we? About every year. About That's every right. Right about together. this time. Yeah. And we get a chance to honor some of the some of the greatest to ever wear the green and gold. And so uh, here we are again with another outstanding class. And um, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, in fact, I just uh, talked to, uh, to Tweety Carter, who's oh, nice. going to be a member of this class, and he's Trying to figure out how he can make the event because I think the basketball team is going to be in Vegas oh. uh, that weekend. And so he's uh, he's got the real challenge now to try to work with Coach Drew to make sure he can, <laughs> yeah. he can attend the event. But uh, we'll work something out. But, uh, but that's he's just one of the guys, just one of the great, great representatives from Baylor University who we have the great privilege to – to honor and to recognize and say thank you for all you've done for Baylor. It's a great class. And Jerry Hill is with us, too. Uh, as we said, uh, the trifecta of shows, of local shows, <laughs> here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you finally made it to the 3 p.m. hour. Well, yeah, I finally made it up to the bigs. I oh, like, you know, yeah, been, yeah, that's been right. been working my way up through Tom Barfield, <laughs> Matt Mosley. I don't know if Mosley would be maybe the double-A yeah, level. And now I'm all the way up to the big leagues. Uh, this is the big leagues for sure. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, for the middle of the summer, it's kind of funny how many things we have to talk to you about. It is, it is. I mean, and, and you know, things are quieting down a little bit, but uh, you know, obviously, you know, with, with Matt yesterday, I talked about the new Big 12 commissioner, and then uh, with Tom, just my normal Monday, talking college baseball this time. But, uh, yeah, that's that's always fun talking to Tom and Ward. Very good. Well, let's uh, let's uh, keep our conversation, for the most part, talking about the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame, the new class. Uh, some guy who goes by initials and a, a letter and a number, and uh, yeah, he's kind of the headliner, right, Walter? A quarterback, a Heisman Trophy winner, RG3, is a member of this class. Yes, and, you know, and, and um, we have a lot of folks who don't understand, uh, who are Baylor fans, who don't understand the process of uh, a selection and uh, I got some uh, notes from other folks who said, you know, why isn't RG3 in the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame already? Mm, yeah. I mean, here's one, of, you know, the Heisman Trophy guy, one of the greatest players ever play here. Has a statue he, up already. He has a statue, <laughs> statue up already. <laughs> and you guys haven't put him, you're just now putting him in. He's been out, you know, for t- 10 years. And so um, once, you know, you, you kind of explain to folks there is a process. You do have to wait 10 years before you're eligible. And, and I think that's a good thing. But this is the first year he's eligible, so that's always a good, a good sign that somebody's really done something great, uh, or made a distinction in their career at, at somewhere um, when they're the first ballot. Mm-hmm. And so Robert is the first ballot, and uh, we couldn't be more excited uh, to have him lead this class uh, this year. 
What was, when you talked to him, what was his reaction when you told him? Well, it was, he, he was excited. Yeah. Um, you know, I know he recently been inducted into the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Um, I think this was his 10th year here for, for that. But, um, but, you know, he was excited. He was like, wow, man, this is great. And, and um, you, you know, you would think the guy is as, as um, I guess, uh, as accomplished as, as he is, uh, that, that this would be something small for right, him. But right. it wasn't. It was a big deal. He was very gracious. Uh, he was thankful. He, uh, he talked about his time a little bit here at Baylor. And uh, so he's excited. And as and I say that about every single one of the inductees that, we indu- that we're going to be inducting. When I spoke to them, they all had the same reaction. This is a dream of my life. You yeah. know, this is great. And so I'm so proud that they have that reaction when they get the re- get the news. I, I say this to you every year, but that's a fun job. Isn't it a fun part of your job to uh, be able to make those calls and tell these f- folks, hey, you've just been selected for the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame? It, it is. It, it is. And I and I know what that means because I've, I've had a chance to experience it myself. And so being in a position to, to share that news with them, I know what it means. And so it – and for some of them, they have said, you know, Walter, it means a lot coming from you. I know you you understand what what this means. And so I have a real appreciation uh, for their responses because many of them, the crowd has stopped cheering. Uh, they're not getting any more love from fans anywhere publicly. Um, and so for some, uh, you reach back and you go, you know what? You're very deserving to be recognized now. Yeah. yeah, you may be in your 40s or 50s or whatever it is, but uh, but we remember you and we want to uh, bestow this honor up on you now and this, at this point in your life. And so that that means a lot to them. Very cool. I, I can't tell you how many times guys have said they, they thought it was like a joke or something or somebody playing a <laughs> prank on them. You know, right. what what what's Walter calling me about? You know, they were just they really are just blown over. Usually, I mean, particularly like you talked about guys that have waited a long time and we've got a couple of those in this class. So uh, and I do think it probably means more to them. Um, and, and like you said, I'm sure Robert is very appreciative of getting in and stuff. Um, but when you got a guy like Gary Kafer or even Doak Field. I mean, Doak played 42 years ago. That's right. He was the captain on the 1980 team. Easy. He's just, you're treading in Walter and I's uh, I years mean, there. I you mean, know? Walter. You're implying that's a long time He played with Walter ago. Abercrombie. No, he's more than implying. <laughs> he played on the same team with Walter Abercrombie. That dude must be old. Uh, yeah, 42 years ago. That's yeah. right. All right, let's let's give you the whole class. We haven't done that yet. Uh, mentioned Tweedy Carter from Baylor Basketball. Jeremy Alcorn from Men's Golf. Taylor Barnes. Now Taylor Barnes Fowler. Allen from volleyball, Doak Field from Baylor football, long time ago, 80 Southwest Conference Championship <laughs> team, Gary Kafer from track and field, Josh Ludy from baseball. He was back for that 2012 right. reunion. He was the Big 12 uh, Player of the Year in 2012. And Quentin Eigelhart Summers from track and field. Also uh, two uh, additions to the B Association Wall of Honor, um, Air Force Pilots Colonel Tyree Newton from baseball and and the late Colonel Wilbur Mahaffey from football. Wall of Honor recognizes uh, individuals who have really, uh, who were lettermen when they were here, but have really excelled in their line of work post Baylor, after Baylor. Uh, tell us, tell us about those two guys, Walter, the two that were selected, uh, Jerry, for the uh, Wall of Honor. 
Yeah, both, uh, as you mentioned, decorated Air Force uh, pilots, uh, you know, and and really, I mean, you look at their stats and stuff and, and just what they did, uh, you know, in the Air Force, it, it was amazing. Um, let me start with uh, Mahaffey. Um, like I said, he was uh, he received the Wall of Honor Certificate of Registry from the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum as a permanent testament to his commitment and passion for flight. Um, I believe he yeah he spent 28 years in the Air Force Training Command as a pilot, instructor, supervisor, and director of flight operations. Uh, flew 198 F-4 missions, uh, and then uh, and that was Mahaffey. And then uh, Colonel Newton. Uh, he was a three-year starter at second base here, uh, captain in 53 of the baseball team, earned all Southwest Conference honors. Uh, but then in a 30-year career uh, with the Air Force, he flew over 400 combat missions in Vietnam and was awarded the Distinguished Flying Cross. So both of these wow. guys, you know, as, as Walter mentioned, or as you talked about, um, obviously they were athletes, they were lettermen and all that, but it's really more about – kind of what you do post-Baylor and, and, and in terms of kind of bringing uh, the spotlight to Baylor again, you know, mm-hmm. really. I mean, with what they've done and, and you know, wearing that Baylor pride, uh, you know, on their sleeves, I, I think that that's a lot of what the Wall of Honor is about is, is recognizing, um, you know, great men and women that have, you know, kind of gone on and done stuff. Uh, post Baylor, to me that was that is uh, preparing champions for life. Absolutely. Before we use that term, you know that's that's getting your Baylor education, coming through here as a student athlete, and then going on and doing great things. Walter, these two are very very uh, emblematic of that. You're exactly right, and they join a whole wall of of, of folks just like them, the Baylor grads. They happen to play sports here at Baylor, but what they've done. After, as, as, as Jerry was mentioning, after they've left, what they've done in their lives uh, to impact their communities. Uh, these two gentlemen were, were, were fighter pilots. And so, um, you know, they are giving more. You know, there's just, just more to what they've done in their lives and, than a lot of folks get the opportunity to. And they've done it. They've done it with class and style. And, um, uh, you know, I was just reading in the bio of, uh, of Newton. Uh, I mean, I think he teaches Sunday school in this church. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's uh, these are these are well-rounded men and women and great representatives of Baylor. All right, Walter, you talked about uh, uh, Robert Griffin III being uh, inducted first year of eligibility. But those names that I mentioned, it's it's a very well-rounded class uh, again, isn't it? I mean, eight student-athletes, six different sports. Yes, it is. And that's what we try to do um, with the selection is we make sure we're representative of all the different sports as, as much as we can. There are times where there's folks that are just glaring that they need to go in and there may be uh, more than – Two from a sport, yeah. but most of the time it is uh, representative of all the all the sports at Baylor, which says a lot about Baylor University and their athletic program. <laughs> That's right. When you have folks who are eligible from every sport across the spectrum eligible to go in the whole thing that's a really good point i mean it's not a little league participation trophy i mean these folks all deserve it representing their respective sports that's right yeah that's great all right the banquet is uh friday november 18th uh oh you're going to be back in cashin this year huh we we will be um we ran into a little bit of a conflict with with uh the venue okay where we normally are at the waco uh 
Waco Convention Center. So we're going to bring it back home to campus. On, that's not bad. Yeah. On a Friday night, and you know, in November, you know, the view from up there is yeah. really, really nice. So really that nice. won't be bad at we'll all. We'll take advantage of it. All right. So uh, November 18th is a date, 6:30 at Cashin on the Baylor campus. Folks, uh, is it too early, or can they start now reserving seats or tables or sponsorships with you? Uh, they can start now. Start now by calling the Baylor Bee Association and uh, try to speak with Tammy Harden. She enjoys uh, visiting with folks wanting to come to the Hall of Fame. Her phone number is 254-710-3045. Almost forgot the number. <laughs> 254-710-3045. And you can contact her, contact her via email at Tammy underscore Harden, H-A-R-D-I-N, at Baylor.edu. Perfect. Jerry, uh, you are part of the, I don't think this is a big secret. Uh, we're unveiling the. Yeah, we're unveiling a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You're part of the selection committee right. for this. Uh, Send uh, all your complaints to me. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry <laughs> underscore Hill at Baylor.edu. Or compliments, <laughs> one or the other. But it, it, we're getting into that sort of yeah. what you call the golden era of Baylor right. athletics. Absolutely. There has to be some hard decisions that have to be made. Well, and this, this class kind of started that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know, because with Robert being involved, and it was uh, both him and Josh Ludy are from that year of the bear. Yeah. Where, you know, we won and everything seemed like. So, yeah, and now you're getting into that period, you know, you win back-to-back Big 12 championships in 13 and 14 and then another one just this past year. And men's basketball, what they've done, you know, winning a national championship last year. So, uh, yeah, we're getting into that stretch. Uh, Walter, we may have to expand the uh, <laughs> expand the number because, uh, you know, even this year, uh, and you find it every year, it's hard to get it, – it's hard to keep it to eight. I mean, you could easily put in 10, 12, probably 20 some year. I yeah. mean, it's – but I think what – I think it's what makes this Hall of Fame so special, though, is it is very hard to get into this thing. Um and uh, like you said, you, this is not a, you know, you don't check a box and, and get elected to the Hall of Fame. You have to really do something special. Uh, and all of these have for sure. And, uh, yeah, like you said, in the years to come, in the next, you know, five, six, seven years, we're going to have some hard choices to make and, and, you know, tough to leave out some people. One of the things that helps a little bit uh, in that is, is we do have the rule where we have to have at least one um, that is that has been out 40 years or, or okay. more. Okay. So that helps. And and but this was interesting this year, Walter. I don't I don't know if we've had it this way before, but actually two guys in that group actually made it. You know, so there's no there's no limit to what you can do. Right. You, know, you could have a whole class of 40 and 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 beyond. But uh, I I did think it was interesting that both Doakfield and Gary Kafer got in this year and, and, you know, got in obviously on their own merit. So uh, that was pretty cool. But, yeah, it's it's going to get really, really hard in the next few years. Walter, uh, we kid about Doak being on that 80 conference championship team, played with you on that team. But, uh, boy, that's got to be fun to have one of your former teammates be elected to the Hall of Fame. It is. And I think Doak, Doak is very deserving. You know, uh, Jerry just mentioned it. I mean, it's – I see guys who are on the list every year who deserve to go in, but there's just not enough room for them to go in that particular year. And that uh, they have an opportunity to uh, be on the list for five years of consideration. 
and there's just greater athletes coming out every single year. So it's uh, it's difficult. But Doak, as, uh, as you just mentioned, um, you know, if there had not been a man named Mike Singletary, <laughs> who, who knows what Doak could have yeah. uh, could have yeah. been. Uh, uh, Mike got a lot of the a lot of the uh, tackles and uh, he was freed up to do that. But Doak was just I mean, he was a beast on that side of the field where he played. And uh, I hated to go against him practice. <laughs> uh, and so he was really a talented uh, linebacker, very smart, uh, rarely made mistakes, was was well coached. And um, and I couldn't be more happy to that to have the opportunity to call him because you know when i when i called him you know it was a little bit late you know it's late at night and so i took some liberties there to call him late and i say hey, man i got something important to call you call me right back so, yeah so anyway uh we got a chance to visit and he he thought he'd never he, he had resigned himself to, say, to to the to this idea that he'd never go in huh. and you just never know man right and so uh, i was i was happy to share that news with him and he's excited i visited with him today and um he was like, "Hey man, uh, is there any way our local local newspaper can can get this coverage?" <laughs> I said, I, "I'm I'm pretty sure yeah, they're gonna get it." Yeah, soon. yeah, very. So cool. anyway, he's still down in Bernie. He is, is that right. Yes. Yeah, clean clean shaven Doak Field. <laughs> I don't know if he's clean shaven. <laughs> Last time I saw him, is he had gray hair and it was all the way down his back. Yeah, I know. know so. <laughs> and he ran for like district judge or some federal judge or something like. Last year, maybe in Bernie. Did he really? Yeah. I didn't know there that. There in his hometown. So wow. Good not, for him. Did not win, but but he did win this one. He, he, won, he won this he one. He won this one. Jerry, give us a thumbnail on Jeremy Alcorn uh, representing men's golf and Quentin Nigelhart Summers with track and field. Yeah, I think the deal on Jeremy, and, and I will say, because I went back and checked, I think he's only like the fifth um, you know, men's golfer to make the Hall of Fame. So, again, very hard to make this Hall of Fame. But Jeremy, uh, he he won five individual, you know, golf tournaments while he was here and was just, you know, he was a great golfer. Uh, you know, and, and when he left, I think he had one of the, you know, best stroke averages that they had had up to that point. Now, the with Coach McGraw, what he's done over this last stretch, again, you know, we're going to have some hard decisions down the line. There's been a lot of guys that have passed him, but at that point he had one of the top, you know, two or three uh, career scoring averages. So he very deserving. And then Quentin Nigelhart Summers, um, you know, what, the thing that really catches your eye about him is he ran the anchor, like pretty much his whole career. Wow. John, I don't know if you'd remember, but they had a 42 meet or 42 race winning streak from 07 through 09. Wow. Uh, and he was the anchor on almost all of that, or for the at least for the bulk of it. So, you know, again, he he was, uh, and we do put a little more stock in that because you know, not that the other legs aren't important, but anchor, it's all on you. Yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully the other guys have done a good enough job, but he he was good enough that they used him as the anchor that long. And I do remember because uh, it was my first year here. Uh, when that streak ended, I was actually there in Eugene. I think they finished third. Uh, it was his senior year, so his last race uh, for Baylor. But, uh, you know, seven-time All-American, I believe five-time uh, national champion. So, uh, you know, again, very deserving and went on to do some things on the international level too. So, yeah, Quentin uh Quentin's a really good one. Wow. Track. Yeah. That's great. Well, great class. Good job, guys. I uh, know that's not easy to, uh, you know, 
maybe sometimes it used to be, do we have eight qualified uh, candidates for the Hall of Fame? That's not the case anymore. I mean, there are much more than that. So for you guys to get the uh, cream of the crop, the new class to the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame, well done. Walter, well done. The banquet, uh, November 18th, 630 uh, at Cashin on campus. Uh, Tickets are available right now. Uh, You can purchase individual tickets. And this is going to be a hot ticket, I would think, with Rob being there and just the class overall, don't you? A lot of folks, a lot of folks will be there and want yeah. to be there. This yeah. is, this is going to be a very, very special night. We thought last year was uh, yeah. with, with the um, with the foundation going in. Those yeah. basketball players, it drew a big crowd. But I think this, because of Robert and uh, and 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 several others, uh, particularly um, Josh Ludi, I think he he's going to bring a good crowd. Uh, his family and friends where he lives, and so. Um, this 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 will be fun. And John, let me let me t- let me say this. Um, I, it, it has been uh, let's see. I think my 17th year or so um, working with the Hall of Fame here, and getting a chance to work with you. You come on. You're the MC of the of the evening. And uh, just for the last few years, I've had a chance to uh, to work with Jerry as we're compiling information for the for the uh, for all of the candidates. And um, I I can tell you that I'm. I'm I'm really really thankful to have Jerry alongside of us when we go through that process because I know a lot about Baylor athletics, but I I, I realize I don't know as much as maybe some people, particularly yeah. this guy right here, Jerry, and he helps us through the through the process of trying to figure out all of the different um, sports, and he's got knowledge about every single sport. So it's uh, it's extremely extremely beneficial for us to have someone like him as we go through the selection process to make sure that we have we, we have the correct information. And then uh, um, as we have the banquet, um, when I tell folks that uh, John Morris is going to be our MC, or he may be contacting you about interviews, you can see him. Li- I mean, you can, I can just tell that they light up. <laughs> That's nice. So both of you are great legends, and it's been a privilege of me uh, for me to be able to work with you through this whole thing. That was that was his way of getting back at me for saying how old he was. Yeah. That was that was his. I think that was his subtle way of saying. But he said Jerry it so nice. Really, I know. He I was know. so complimentary. You know, everybody thinks he's a nice guy. Same way with you. You know, I think you both are nice guys. Yeah, I think all I heard were compliments. Compliments and yes. bouquets and coming your way. And I do appreciate way. that, Walter. Very nice. Well done, guys. Uh, call Tammy two five four seven one zero three zero four five. You can get tickets. You can buy a table. You could. Be be a sponsor, uh, any of those things, Tammy can give you details. Or email her at Tammy underscore Harden, H-A-R-D-I-N, at Baylor.edu. But put it on your calendar, Friday, November 18th, 6.30 at Cashin in, uh, on the Baylor campus for the 2022 Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame Banquet. All right, uh, guys, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Great to see you. You know, Jerry's a, a new grandfather again. My third. As yeah, of really. yesterday. Yeah. Congratulations. As yeah, of you. yesterday. Another Man, yeah, years come along, you get a little bit older. Yeah, a little more gray hair. Well, some and some of us just lose it. Those who have hair, yes. All right, all right. We need to end this right now. (laughs) Thanks to Walter and Jerry. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. What a year for Baylor Athletics.